Good morning, and welcome to More Than Money. Good morning. How are you? Great. How are you? Um, a little surprised. Bye. The weather. It's not raining. It's not raining. It's not cloudy. No. <laughs> uh, by the way, did you come across 22 this morning? Yeah. Was 380 closed when you came through? 378. There, 378, There was yes. a trooper blocking the ramp and... Both sides. Oh. Oh, yeah, both sides. Uh, so yeah. southbound. That's where I saw it. Yeah. I saw that people were queuing up on the exit ramp and it, it was causing some brake light you know, confusion on 22 because people were like, what's happening? Are these people going to have to try to get back on the highway? There were 12 cars lined up and the state trooper blocking the lane. So what did they expect? What what was their thought process? I don't know. They should have prevented people from getting on the ramp at all if if it was closed, you know? Oh, yeah. Like put some flares, maybe some cones. Maybe it's just control. So know. if anybody out there knows what's going on on 378 and can give us some insight, we don't have AccuTraffic, <laughs> we don't have Craig Stevens in the AccuTraffic mobile unit this If morning. I had a chopper, I would go find out for you. Yeah, or a drone, just a drone. Oh, oh. that wouldn't be as fun. Yeah. I'd like to have a helicopter. They took apart a Russian drone. Mm-hmm. Yeah, there were, um, and this was uh, downed in the Ukraine uh, they have it has parts in it. Russian drone has parts in it from the United States, Japan, and France. Mm-hmm. And the French parts are all of a model that they were given to the Russians after the invasion. Oh, so yeah. Well, wow. hmm, not so much. Welcome to More Than Money. If you are a loyal listener, you know exactly how this works. Alyssa Young is your co-host. Gene is your no, Alyssa Young is your host. Gene is your co-host. Got that mixed up. My apologies, ma'am. I'll be better. <laughs> you better please, watch yourself. Please, please don't take me into the woods. I'll get better. <laughs> He's so scared of me. I, for good reason. Uh, she has already run a thousand miles this year. A thousand miles this year. No, I happen to know for a fact that at least three of those miles was uphill <laughs> all the way because that was our 5k a week and a half ago that was 100 the entire route is uphill i don't know how that happens because we start and stop in the same spot but it's all uphill i think it's one of those uh, spiral uh, time space continuing oh it's a wormhole anyway yes i'm afraid of you Six one zero seven two zero seventy nine hundred. I'm afraid of our competitors. We'll talk about that in a second. Oh, yeah, you should. Six one. Oh, yeah. <laughs> Tremble in your boots. Six one zero seven two zero seventy nine hundred. Gene at com. G e n e at askmtm.com. Alyssa, a l y s s a at askmtm.com. We should just change yours to host at askm. Oh, that'd be easier for people. Yeah. Yeah, you're right. I'll, I'll get that. I'll make get that, that happen thing. on Monday. Yeah, have your people make my people do that. Yes. <laughs> or, or you can, through the miracles of modern technology and iHeartMedia, share our show. It's not easy to say real quick. That's why I slowed down. Share That's why I'm the host. Our show. <laughs> <laughs> well, you say it fast, real. Anyway, um, all you have to do is go to our website, morethanmoneyonline.com, more than, T-H-A-N, morethanmoneyonline.com. Hit the Listen Live button which appears magically, it's magic, mm-hmm. every Saturday morning at 8.05 and then disappears at eight o'clock, at 10 o'clock as the show goes off air. 
And if you miss any part of today's show, you can check our website Monday around noon. We will post it, and you can access it via podcast. Works very, very well. Speaking of working very, very well, Dan Holzman does a really, really nice job. He does. He does a great job. <laughs> he does yeah. a great job. Yeah. But that was just, I was just poking the bear a little. Just yes. Speaking of a, doing a great job, animals in dr- distress, the last Time we were together last week, you were starting the weekend, the weekend push. And so for our audience who maybe haven't had a chance to tune in this week, of course I did, but if they didn't have a chance, how did uh, how did the weekend end up? How did the uh, Radiothon end up? Your $500 to kick off the weekend opened the floodgates, and we had gone, we had we finished the week, as I told you, $108 ahead, 108 during the morning show. But last year on a Friday... We had so many calls after the show that we had over $2,000. We didn't get that. that first. So we ended up going into Saturday behind. You gave us $500, and we ended up Saturday well over $1,000 ahead. So And then Sunday we finished ahead. So the phones did, and my listeners did phenomenal. Ended up short on our newsletter this year that we send out. Not sure what happened there, but... Uh, so we last year we did $215,000. This year a little bit short, but I am grateful for... Folks, the number's phenomenal. The number is really, I mean, $201,108. When you look at the last three years, that is over $627,000 in three years for this no-kill shelter. Wow. A lot for the puppies and kids. Yeah, it is. That's amazing. <laughs> and that's that's my listeners. And we Gene knows well because he works with so many of our listeners or his clients. and. Mm-hmm. Uh, they are they really are amazing and it was gene who pointed it out to me and i mentioned it on the air this week gene was the one that pointed out to me that many and and actually then the callers whatever charity we're doing at the time affirmed what he said they said you know he's right so many of my listeners you think when you're asking people for money they're going oh god he's asking for money so many of my listeners say thank you for the opportunity Thank you for helping, because we want to help. We don't know how. So thank you for telling us how we can help. And uh, you guys rise to the occasion for every charity, every year. It's amazing. It really is. My, You guys are generous. You're, you care. You're engaged. You're, you're, influ- you're influencer. You're, you're disruptors. You make things happen in a positive way. You disrupt the status quo. When you think about 45 years ago, a no-kill shelter, people said it can't be done. Yep. Can't be, they can't do a no-kill shelter. It's crazy. You guys are no. way out there. It's, uh, it's, it's, it's really extreme. It's just nuts. Can't do a no-kill shelter. Mm-hmm. We're not going to do a no-kill shelter. This reminds me of the Robin uh, Williams joke about golf. We're going to put the whole way out there. You keep making it work. We're not only going to be a no-kill shelter, but we're going to do it with no taxpayer money. Mm-hmm. And we're not only going to be a no-kill shelter, but we're going to do it and raise our money through all kinds of fundraisers. And we're not only going to do that, but we're going to not pay anybody any salary. Everybody's going to volunteer. And they're going to make it for 45 years and save countless thousands mm-hmm. of dogs and cats and how many lives have they enriched families that oh, had those oh, pets, oh. that loved those dogs, that loved those cats, oh. that somebody else abandoned, rejected? Uh, it's, a, it's a kennel of hope for a lot of reasons. It gives people who sometimes feel abandoned and rejected to feel like there's no hope. There is. Mm. There's another day coming, and, and things can always hope is hope is a great thing you can't oh. uh put a value on or quantify the joy that a pet brings into oh. your home that's a great point it's, how do you how you do you quantify no, that you can't and for the volunteers oh my god the volunteers that get to go down spend some time 
they, 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 we talk about dogs giving and animals giving, um, what, ther- like therapy? Yeah. What do they call those? Pet therapy. And th- yeah, uh, ther- What's the dog that you're allowed to take on the airplane? Oh, stru- uh, oh yeah, I know therapy what he's talking about. Therapy dogs or guide dogs. Uh, yeah, but yeah, yeah, yeah. service dogs of, yeah, of some kind. But, it's, yeah, but yeah. It's, yeah. Can you imagine? And you know, they've got dozens and dozens and dozens of great volunteers. Can you imagine the joy they get? Yes. From their hours down there yes. of, of just snuggling it's, and helping, hmm. and I was going to go to the same place. That's funny uh, you said uh, that because for them, I got to go volunteer. It's I get to go volunteer. Because they love those dogs, they love those cats, the mm-hmm. joy, the laughs, the, did you see what that did? He's getting better, he's coming out of his shell, he's, he's just, you know, the yeah. joy. And that's just Bobby Gunther Walsh. Yeah, exactly, yeah. He's, he's getting Roll me better. over for a belly rub, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> We've told you before that that's an HR complaint. That is, that's, <laughs> and that's an image I'm going to spend the entire day trying to get out of my, my brain. That's just not a vision anybody should two hundred and one thousand one hundred and eight dollars third highest third highest and and just the tip of the iceberg of the impact yeah. and you're right um uh, how many priceless relationships have they developed over all those years 40 45 years 45 They're in their 45th years. year and i've been helping them and the listeners have been helping them for 39 our first rate to talk about how you can make a difference and how people need to believe they believed 45 years ago in a no-kill shelter. Our first Radiothon, we were thrilled with $12,100. <laughs> and the next year we did 17. And then I think it was 19. And then we thought, oh, you think we'll break 20? And I think it was 23, and we were beside ourselves. Mm. And now 39, if you add up all the money over all, what did you say? Schizophrenic? Yes. You were beside yeah. yourself. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I fell into the copy, or I'm beside myself. But... uh <laughs> And add up all. <laughs> add up all. See, he even throws himself off his game. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> add up all that money over all those years. I mean, the last three years is, I said, six hundred twenty-seven thousand. But if you add up the thirty-nine years, we're talking millions of dollars. Mm. Incredible, and that's just one charity. Uh-huh. All the charities, we are blessed beyond measure to have the audience we do. I have asked you numerous times. You have resisted because that's who you are. Uh, to give get some sort of handle on the number of millions of dollars that your show has raised over um, 30, how many years now? 39. 39. Next year, 40 years? No, no, I'm coming up. I'm in my 39th year. You're in your 39th. Okay. Yeah, this is because we started in March, right, yeah, so this so, is my 39th year. Yeah, we didn't want yeah, all the details. So, okay, yeah. thank you so much. Plus the one, uh, carry the two. <laughs> and then if you have squared, the five, yeah. and then the leap years, you oh, count those. Yeah. Oh, my God. And if you minus his, t- take his IQ out, yeah, yeah we're in negative numbers. At what point okay. did they throw me off the fourth <laughs> floor here? Okay. Well, this, whew, that's going to leave a mark. Moving on. Um, <laughs> the... Uh, millions of dollars and on the one hand there are folks who would be self-impressed with hey look what we have done look what I have done look what my show has done but you and I both know that that's just bogus it's all about our community and sadly uh, you and I grew up in small towns and in the small towns we grew up in, everybody knew everybody. Yeah. We didn't get into too much trouble because there were eyes everywhere. Yeah. There weren't video cameras. There weren't cell phone cameras. No, there was they Mrs. Smith down Mrs. the road. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> hey, Ethel. Hey, Ethel, could you put a cork in it? Don't you? you don't have to call my mom. Before I got home, my mom knew everything I did. 
which mm-hmm. is would explain some of the scars, but mostly emotional scars. Yeah. <clears throat> you yeah. know what I'm saying? Yeah. But we grew up in a community, community that, yeah, they kept an eye on us for the stuff we were doing that we shouldn't have been. But they also gave us the, hey, had a boy. I see, hey, Little League, you did that. That was really great. Hey, I see you in school. Hey, I'll see you Friday night when you're playing football. Hey, it's community. We've lost a lot of that. Yeah. But you've developed a community. Um, 25 plus years, I've had the opportunity, the pleasure of Saturday mornings following you and, and uh, reconnecting a lot of your community with us and, and maybe bringing some of our community to yeah, you. Yeah. And these folks have the most generous spirit and, and grateful spirit. They're not just grateful to the opportunity to help with money. They're grateful with the impact that it's had. Um, Folds of Honor scholarships, Children's Home of Easton, the puppies and kittens. I mean, uh, gosh, it's the impact. They're grateful. It's an amazing community. Yeah. We are just blessed that we are able to be a small part of that. A couple of years, the last two years, my audience was upset that they weren't being asked to give money for the spaghetti dinner. That's how much they uh, like giving. And oh, now this year it's back. We're doing it for Love Ran Red, which helps children with autism. Well, not children, young adults with autism. Wow. And so we're going to do it for Love Ran Red this, this year. This is news to me. Yeah. So we're doing it for them. Uh, the Rescue Mission, it's just kind of... Uh, uh, they went a different direction. Them. Yeah, they yeah. went a different direction. They said yeah. it's gotten harder for them to pull that off. They, uh, so we're, We wish them well. Yes, I we do. We wish them well. I'm still going to help them with their food and supply drive. Oh, and, my goodness. Yeah, they, so, they do amazing work. Yeah. Yeah. Love Ran Red is a great organization yeah. with a tremendous goal. God bless them. Bill yeah. is yeah. working hard. Um, so so you, spaghetti dinner will be yeah. October. October. Yeah. So you'll be back and yeah. you'll be uh, harangue. I mean, you'll be inviting yeah. our people yeah. to. Uh, I'll slip you the poison meatball. <laughs> Whoa. <laughs> Whoa. Wait, that sounded raw. That's yeah, so it, many yeah, levels. It really that did. did. Sound, that, you know what? <laughs> Exit. You take that back. <laughs> It, it, it wasn't. This is live. Let me remind you, amateurs. <laughs> John was a little slow on the kill button. Yeah, there. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Goodness gracious! Wow. Not Thanks. not naughty, but sure sounded naughty. I gotta go. <laughs> I'm out. I, I take I a shower. <laughs> I feel so dirty. I just wow. And we've got uh, lots of activities going on in between. Yeah, now. the Folds of Honor. We Folds already had our coming. meeting on uh, yeah. Monday. Monday, yep. Uh, Megan keeps us on track, doesn't she? Yes, she does. Uh, got a lot God to bless. do to get that done. Uh, Can, and it's, you know what? Can I say coming something? Up very, very if somebody quickly. wants to help us with matching money, please. We we do that all the time with animals in distress in the Center for Animal Health and Welfare. As we lead up to it, we could use matching challenge money. Challenge money. If you could give us $1,000 and challenge the listeners to give it, contact Gene's office. Contact Megan, his daughter, and say, hey, I, I'm a business or I'm an individual. I want to help these kids who lost their father. I want to give them a scholarship. I want to help Foles of Honor. Uh, so if you could help us with that next one, that's... Uh, September 7th is the Tuesday. We start with our broadcast the Tuesday after Labor Day and go all the way through Saturday. So we could use your help. Anybody wants to help, Gene, you can tell them how to contact Megan. And- yeah, it's very, very easy. You just call our office, 610-746-7007, or send Megan your email, Megan, M-E-G-A-N, at askmtm.com. And Gunther's absolutely right. The real piece, the linchpin that will allow us to be successful. And we had an incredible year last year. Um, 
not unlike the story you just told about the first year you raised 12 and then you go, it, it's, there's no more money out there. And then it's 17 and then it's 23 and you never look back. Uh, we had a tremendous result last year, $107,000. And, uh, well, that was just the second year, I believe. For uh, un- unbelievable. Yeah. Unbelievable. And Beth Simmons is a force of nature. She's an amazing woman. Um, she's the uh, director of our Folds of Honor chapter, Eastern Pennsylvania and, and New Jersey, and does a, a tremendous, tremendous job. But the real linchpin is matching money. Everyone loves the opportunity to get their donations Double. doubled. And for you, if you're listening or if you know a company that would like, hey, quick mention on air. Hey, well, maybe it's Relic Hunter. Maybe it's the Ritz. Maybe it's Hotel Bethlehem. Um, interestingly enough, note all of those. They're already incredibly active with all of our fundraisers. They are so generous in their communities. You should be, you should think, if you have a company, if you have something to promote, uh, my friend Keith's son has a uh, overhead garage door company. That would be a great company to promote. I'm thinking off the top of my head, just giving you an example. Any business that wants to promote themselves and wants to make a difference and start to connecting. Be, and connect with the community yeah. because people, I know I do, I want to support companies that share my values. I've got choices. I can go anywhere to buy ammo. I go to Relic Hunter. Yeah. They share my values. Yeah. My, my, my personal values, my spiritual values, they share my values of community, of giving back. Uh, Relic Hunter is going to be one of our sponsors yeah. again this year. So is Vinart. Uh, Vinart. And, yeah. uh, Lots of great it, You know what? You should, Hotel Bethlehem. You should try Vinart. Uh, just give them a try. Yeah. I've only been with them almost 35 years. Can I tell you one other way Animals in Distress has made an impact? Sure. Everything we tried at Animals in Distress and failed to raise money for them. We've never, ever told another charity about it because we said, well, unless they say we're going to do this and we go, don't do it, that's not going to work. Mm. Or it probably won't work for you. Maybe it will, but here's why it didn't work for us. Mm. But everything we did, the challenge money, started with animals in distress. Wow. We have a thing called bank money because mm. we have a guy named Bob Thomas, just a God rest uh, his soul. He mm. used to call in money every year. Every year he'd sit by the phone. When we were short an hour, he'd call and match it. Mm. Well, he moved away and said, I'm sitting by my computer all the time. He goes, I figured out I was on average giving you like $3,000. He said, so I'm going to give you three. You put it in when you need it. So we started calling that bank money. Uh. We gave that a suggestion. All these different things that animals in distress, even their grid sheet, how we keep track of the money, Mm. everybody uses that same grid sheet now because it makes it so easy to track. So they've been a great template. And in that way, people don't even know how much animals in distress helps all our other charities. So if you are uh, of a generous spirit, and when we talk about sponsorships, we often talk about businesses because they get some pretty direct benefit, but you don't have to be a business. You can just be a particularly generous individual, and whether it's a $50 sponsorship, a $100 sponsorship, um, a, yeah, right, $400. You, know, you deal with people with trust and people that have foundations they want to do tax advantages and so i don't know any of that stuff you do but there's people that probably could take it do we know anything about that kind of stuff okay (laughs) the boss is busy i'm reading i have some emails from listeners there so i'm just i'm preparing myself she's she's tuned us out i tuned you out 
She delegated. Yeah. She delegated. You two boys do this silly stuff you're doing, and I'll do important work. I'm doing I, work over I here. I think that's. I think that's the message that we're supposed to receive. <laughs> I think, by the way, that means you've been dismissed. Yes, oh. I have. Been. I know. Oh, oh, my oh, goodness. This is harsh. I think it all started with a meatball, so I want to <laughs> apologize. And wish I could take it back. Well, and you're, well, that was actually the highlight for me. No, don't, no, no, don't we all wish you could take it back? Oh, congratulations on a successful thank fundraiser. You, thank, you, thank you. Again, to our audience, I said it throughout the week, but folks, seriously, I mean, how could I? We didn't set a record, but two hundred one thousand dollars. I'm not disappointed. Right. I'm not. I mean, it's just you guys. Speaking of not disappointed, I forgot to tell you. Oh. After I left you at the farmers market on Saturday, yeah. and when I left him, I mean, in a huff. <laughs> yeah. Oh, which it's is a beautiful a, 1942 huff. Uh, it was a, a two-seater. Oh, yeah. it's a two-seater. I love it's the a, color too. Uh, cherry apple yeah. red. Yeah. Oh, yeah. just about gorgeous. Yeah. Buff to a high yeah. gleam. Uh, I went by uh, the bake shop. Um, oh, Amish Village. Amish Village. Uh, wet bottom shoe fly. Oh. And the Dean sh- loves a wet bottom. I'll tell you. <laughs> okay. <laughs> shoe pulse, shoe fly. Time pie. for you to go. <laughs> strawberry pie. Mm. Oh, are you kidding me? Oh yes, fresh oh, strawberries. Fresh strawberries. Oh, it's crazy. That's and. Do you ever and, go and ask for one? I mean, when that's not in the show. So I went there one no. time, and they were out. Yeah. So I was like, oh no, shoe. Fly. No, we'll make one. And they went and made it right in front of me. Go, oh. Went and bought strawberries up at Bergholz or something, oh cut them right up. Oh and yeah. So they're made there. Oh, my Right word. there. You're talking as fresh um, as you can get. This um, uh, this is an unpaid commercial endorsement. I get no money from. Yeah, they say me, me neither. They've just been great. Oh, they're fantastic. Thank you, sir. Yeah, thank you. 610-720-7900. Alyssa and AskMTM.com. MoreThanMoneyOnline.com. Um, you have emails. I do. I have an email as well that I was hoping that we would do first, if that's okay. Sure. Um, I got to scroll back. My apologies. Uh, Gene and Alyssa, look at you. Rising. It's the wrong order. Exactly. Alyssa and Gene. Uh, thank <laughs> you. <laughs> Just kidding. Go ahead. Go ahead. Wow. Carry on. No, no. I have, we've just been carrying on. Gunther just left, so okay. we've been carrying on for <laughs> four moments and moments. You know, I, I four minutes, John? Yeah. Uh, I'm going to put mine on hold. Do you have a short one, or do you want me to do some uh, uh, housekeeping? Um, let's do housekeeping. I don't okay. want to cut this off. I'm not sure how long it'll take to answer. Um, <laughs> Gunther's absolutely right. Uh, Folds of Honor's coming up. Our event at More Than Money's World Headquarters in the Holy Lands to which you are invited. We invite you to come and be with us. Our offices are open. It is post-pandemic. We welcome you. Uh, We welcome your presence. We welcome your good thoughts. We welcome your contributions, of course. We welcome your prayers. We welcome your encouragement. We have a 21-gun salute at about 840. It's the time of the first impact of the tower. We understand that it's not 9-11, but we are doing a 21-gun salute at about 8.40. We have, through uh, American Fence and Flag, our own flagpole and flag now, and, and uh, we fly our flag proudly. So please circle 9.10, Friday, September 10th, on your calendar to join us. Um, Nazareth Football, for those of you who have not been following um, more than money for very long, you may not yet know that uh, one of the 
co-captains of the Nazareth football team is our very own Andrew Young. Uh, no relation. Um, <laughs> and he's just a fine, fine young man. He's a dangerous golfer, but he's a very, very good football player. And dangerous the, football player. <laughs> uh, what, what do we hear? What are the prospects for the season? Are they, uh, the... uh, Coach Valzone says they are well ahead of where he expected to be at this point in the off season. Fantastic. Um, heat acclimation and double sessions begin second week of August. They've been uh, working really hard. I had heat acclimation. Oh, once. God. <laughs> you got to put salve on that. It gets all moist. Oy, oy, oy. Oh. So, uh, Nazareth Football, you will be getting plenty of updates and lots of <laughs> invitations. Uh, most of their games are Friday nights. Yep, so we'll some, have, a couple Saturdays. We'll have mostly. to give you some uh, some lead time in terms of when you mm-hmm. can come and join us because you'll undoubtedly see your host, Alyssa Young, at the game, your co-host on occasion. Mr. John Elliott attends on occasion. Uh, Chad uh, Ruprecht has been threatening to attend mm-hmm. uh, the Groob family, often in mm-hmm. attendance. So Nazareth football is coming up. Uh, gas prices are going down. Hallelujah. Slowly, but down. That's good. The interest rates, uh, Federal Reserve, are going to meet shortly. We'll talk about that. And, gosh, I've still got three or four more housekeeping tips, and then we'll jump right into emails after this. 610-720-7900. Alyssa at askmtm.com. Gene at askmtm.com. We'll take your emails, your calls after this on More Than Money. Welcome back to More Than Money. Gene Dickinson, Alyssa Young, 610-720-7900. Alyssa, A-L-Y-S-S-A, at askmtm.com. Gene, G-E-N-E, at askmtm.com. Morethanmoneyonline.com to access our live show anywhere you have internet, coast-to-coast and border-to-border. And one uh, correction... Uh, I need all of you to change your calendars because clearly they've made an error with every calendar printed this year because Friday is the 10th. Nice. <clears throat> but if they change their calendars. Oh, oh, okay. Friday this year is the The calendars 10th. claim Friday is September 9th. That's according to the calendar. Okay. I, They're wrong. Clearly <laughs> I got some bad intel and uh, and now I have some fresh intel. Mm. I have I have... I have uh, new and improved intel. Thank you, John. <laughs> new and improved intel. Thank, thank, thanks, John Elliott, um, <laughs> who uh, who f- fact checks our show on a on it in a real time basis. Yes. Okay. Um, Friday's not the tenth. What? Yeah, Friday's the ninth. <clears throat> 
So uh, we will be in our More Than Money World headquarters on the 9th, Friday the yes. 9th. Uh, we will be out and about that entire week, uh, which reminds me, I'm going to make a note to block off my schedule, block off schedule, <laughs> so that I can make my appearances. And that's Saturday the 10th. Uh, I'm not, uh, we're supposed to be at Relic Hunter. Yes. I guess we'll find out if that is true or not. Because if it's not true, I, I don't know. We haven't finalized that invite. Oh. Because um, uh, Gerard may or may not want us there because we're pretty disruptive. Yeah. Last year was pretty disruptive. And if we are at Relic Hunter, that I got a wonderful and kind and sweet invitation to play in a golf tournament that day for Gold Star Mothers. Mm-hmm. And it does not look, if we're at Relic Hunter, I won't be able to do that because it's a morning. So we'll, um, we're going to play that by ear. But. Uh, keeping in mind, Gold Star Mothers, wonderful, wonderful organization. And if you can s- help remember 9-11 by tuning into our Radiothon that entire week, hopefully you can become a matching sponsor and then uh, perhaps even play in the Gold Star Tournament, maybe on in, in, on our behalf. And, yeah. And that would be wonderful. Uh, 610-720-7900. Quietly, quietly stock market has been going up the stock market uh all three major indices the dow the s p the nasdaq were up for the week and for the month i don't mean the month of july i mean going back 30 days so the last four weeks the market is up quietly hmm why would that be couple reasons. Number one, the jobs report uh, for the month of June was very, very good, unexpectedly good, which as you've heard me discuss in the past, when uh, we talk about either uh, the uh, projections were met or exceeded or uh, or uh, fell short, that just means that the guys making the projections suck at their jobs. That's all that that means. It's not terribly confusing. Um but in this particular case, 370,000 jobs, fantastic. Lots more in terms of businesses have been created, so very, very good. Gas prices are down 11% over the last seven weeks. 11%. It's not nearly enough. And we've had no assistance whatsoever from Washington, D.C. If anything, Buttigieg and his minions are saying, suck it up. If you're feeling pain, that's a, that's a good thing, because that'll that that'll encourage you to buy that twenty thousand dollar excess cost electric vehicle. And does Corvette have an electric Corvette? They're working on it. They're working on it. Mm-hmm. So you're it's gonna like go part. I think it's like part electric. You're, you're gonna go EV. No. Part electric, like the radio. I mean, my car is part electric. It's got a radio <laughs> and it's got Sirius XM. And... No. Okay. So bottom line is. Uh, there's even some some discussion that the Fed may not increase rates as dramatically as was thought, despite the fact that the inflation rate is extremely high. It is pulling back on its own. One of the reasons it's pulling back is that real estate uh, home starts are down significantly. Uh, resales are down significantly. Uh, interest rates on fixed rate mortgages are up significantly if you were a uh, uh, applying and qualified for a high quality 30-year fixed rate mortgage 
less than two years ago, you might very well be sitting now with a 1.99% mortgage rate. If you apply and get a high quality, uh, kind of top rated mortgage uh, today, 5.75%. And if you're borrowing 200 grand, that extra, what would that be? 3.75%. Yeah, that's only $7,000 a year more. So that is slowing the real estate market. That is part of the um, inflation numbers, of course. So if interest rates do not rise as quickly as had been feared, if inflation continues to slow as expected, if jobs continue to be created, hmm, hmm, hmm. 610-720-7900, Gene at AskMTM.com, Alyssa at AskMTM.com. Gene and Aly- oh, I'm sorry, I misread it. Alyssa and Gene. <laughs> uh, thank you for the discussions about the IRS regulations on gifting. For the past two years, I've been gifting my children $15,000 per year, half at their birthdays and half at Christmas, no strings attached. Two of my children handle their money very well. I have paid for them to attend Dave Ramsey's Financial Peace University, and they follow his guidelines. Lovely. Mm -hmm. But one of my children is not a great money manager. Not terrible, but just a little wasteful. He doesn't seem interested in financial matters, doesn't want financial advice from me, rejects any suggestions I gently make to him, won't attend uh, Financial Peace University. He and his wife have very high salaries, significantly higher than what I ever earned. So being wasteful does not impact their lifestyle. They are part of the top 1% of earners and could be doing so, um, so much better financially with a little discipline. I do not experience any joy when I write the check to him. Mm-hmm. His birthday's coming up and I am ambivalent about gifting him any more money, but I wanted to treat my children similarly Do I continue to gift him even though he does not need the money? Do I gift to him but have strings attached? Uh, For example, I'll give you 15 if you pay an extra 15,000 on your student loan or mortgage or whatever. Any suggestions about my quandary? Thank you for your thoughtful advice. A loyal listener. Very, very kind, very thoughtful question indeed. Mm -hmm. Okay, here's, um, uh, as a father, you have three children apparently, I have three children. Um, same parents, same environment, different people. That's, that's the nature of the beast. That's the nature of children. Um, and, um, it sounds like in spite of your concerns, uh, your son has accomplished a fair amount. Um, he, uh, is in the top 1% in terms of earning. Uh, he married a woman that sounds like she works as well and is in the top 1% of earning. These are not things to be sniffed at. These are very significant accomplishments. And and people, again, they respond in different ways. Dave Ramsey's Financial Peace University is very much, very much attuned to frugality, being frugal, stretching your dollars, don't borrow money, uh, stay on track, spend less than you make. All wonderful, wonderful, wonderful ideas on your way to financial independence. Your son may or may not, I I can't read his mind, um, psychotic, remember, not psychic, um, may or may not believe they've already reached financial independence. Mm. So my advice to you is twofold. 
uh, number one, change your thinking. Don't expect your son to change. Change your thinking. Change your thinking from, "Mm, I need him to do things the way I think are best. To, I am so grateful. I am so blessed to have three children who are all gainfully employed. They do things differently, but they have great jobs. They care about their families. They work hard. They make decisions that maybe I don't make, wouldn't make, couldn't make. But they're really terrific. They're not in drug rehab. They're not behind bars. Uh, they have caused no one heartache. I, I think from a, I'm writing the check and I feel no joy. I think you need, you need to reorder your thinking so that you reintroduce joy into that check writing experience from the standpoint of, Thank you, Lord Jesus, for giving me wonderful kids who have accomplished so very much in their own, um, in their own ways, in their own styles, and they make us really proud. Um, so that's number one. Number two, I would strongly encourage you, um, accept your son as he is. Accept your daughter-in-law as she is. Love them as they are. Uh, I have seen too many people spend lifetimes of angst and distress and frustration trying very hard to change other people whether it's their children their parents their spouses bobby gunter i mean people friends um if you can find it in your heart and i know you can you 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 are clearly a thoughtful and generous person find it in your heart to accept and love your son Exactly as he is. Um, my guess is, just a guess, he'll come around. Maybe not in the time frame that you had in mind, but it's been my experience that very often our time frames are not the time frames of the person who's really in charge, hmm. if you know what I mean, if you follow my drift. So be joyful, be grateful, start with being grateful. And then be appreciative. Be appreciative for all the things that your kids are, your son is, rather than the things that maybe he is not. I think that's all great advice. But I'd like to add another thought. Okay. If I think this is a woman, a mother, it's a gift she's giving, right? She doesn't have to give. He, right? He or, he or oh, she. Oh, yeah. Uh, could be he or she. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Okay. It's a, this parent. Go so ahead. a thought would be yes i i agree with what jean said but if you would still like your gift to be used in a particular way i guess that's your prerogative you could possibly consider if you have the information you would need to do this to write that fifteen thousand dollar check to the mortgage company to the uh, lender of the student loan just to give some thoughts to like if you want that money to be used in a purpose you think would benefit your children your son and and his wife maybe you push that along by you know specifically 
putting the money toward a debt that you if, if that's what if that's the gift you want to give is my point. You want to give them the gift of reducing that loan by ten thousand dollars. Maybe you could make that happen. It's just a, a thought. If you don't want them, you know, you don't want to give them money to what you consider, you know, waste or spend on unnecessary things, but you want to give it to them to be productive and help them in the future. Um, you could you could make that happen by being more specific about how that money is allocated. It's just a thought. It is, an, it, it, it is a thought. Uh, I would suggest um, the, the, this parent be very careful about that. Um, he talks about his son and daughter-in-law being in the top 1% of earners. Think about what that might be. If they wanted those student loans paid off, they'd be paid off. If they wanted that mortgage paid down, it'd be paid down. Maybe. I think they should have a conversation about it. Oh, uh, apparently they have had conversations and he doesn't take his gentle. Mm -hmm. Now, um, and then the other issue I would be concerned about is the issue of of the term wasteful. Um, If I suggested that paying $15,000 on student loan be evaluated against a trip to Disney World, (laughs) I think the vast majority of our audience would have the knee-jerk reaction of, well, Disney World is wasteful. And, and paying down your loans is is the proper thing to do. Not always. Not always. No. Um, uh, we'll we'll pick on um, on uh, good friends. Um, uh, we won't use their names, Alyssa and Zach. Um, <laughs> you know, so they'll remain anonymous and respect their privacy, Alyssa and Zach. Um, <laughs> they have spent a significant amount of time, effort, resource, money in supporting their kids in their activities. And um, some would say, um, hey, let the kids work. Let the kids do, uh, pay for their own. Let the, there's a lot of ways that it could have been done more frugally, perhaps, but give you more pleasure, give you more family um, connection, give you more for your retirement years as you sit back with Andrew on the front porch, Going, remember your senior year in high school, long before you were married with kids. Of course, Andrew's listening right now going, married with kids? Are you out of your mind? He's asleep. No worries. Oh, good for he him. He didn't have to work today. Ah, so. <laughs> well, good for him. So I, w- I would suggest um, I'm reading, uh, I'm, I'm interpreting the email as, uh, as uh, someone uh, a lot further down the path than you are. That's, that's, but... Everybody has their own, you know, values and um, priorities. And that, I think that's the one of the key themes here, right? Everybody has a different way of looking at life. Without and, a doubt. So. Without a doubt. But, 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 but just start with whatever decision you make. Start with love. Yeah. Start with love. Perfect. Just start with love. Uh, I have a bunch of emails. Do you have a bunch of emails? Do you have one you want to jump on? on? Sure. Um, this one says, hi, Gene and Alyssa. My daughter and her husband are in the process of moving. They have already bought their house in their new location, but have not yet listed their old house for sale. I know that when getting into a new house, there is a large exclusion of capital gains, but is there some kind of time limitation on completing the two transactions? I am concerned that if they procrastinate the sale of their old house too long, they may be subject to capital gains tax on the sale of the old house. Any help you provide will be greatly appreciated. They are currently carrying two mortgages, and that is good motivation to complete the sale. But what if they wait too long? 
I always enjoy listening to the show. Keep up the good work. Thanks. Excellent question. And? Well, um, my understanding is that capital gains tax exclusion is specifically related to the sale of the old house, Mm -hmm. not the purchase of the new house. So there is no concern about timeline between when they bought and when they sold. Um, so that isn't a, that isn't a concern. It's not an issue. So why is he concerned? Do you know? Of course not, because you're too young. Did the law change? Well, you are young. <laughs> Forever Unless young. Unless young. Exactly. Forever young. Very good. Uh, little little Rod Stewart there. Uh, <clears throat> John wasn't listening. Um, so there was a thousand years ago. Oh, yeah. That's before I was born. Yes. A rule that said that if you wanted to defer the tax on the sale of your home, you needed to buy your new home within two years. Ah. And you could only have a, it was a, it was called the lifetime, one time lifetime exclusion. And it was only like 125 grand. The rule that's been in effect for many, many, many years now, uh, husband and wife, both on the deed can sell a home for a profit of up to $500,000, a ton of money and pay no tax. And they don't even have to buy a new home. Right. Or interestingly enough, over many, many years, we've only had a handful of, of clients actually do this because it's kind of a pain in the butt, but it can be very efficient, very effective way to raise money, um, um, uh, build your capital, um, buy your home, pick a number two fifty. Uh, live in it for two years, mm, do fix-ups, paint, paper, landscaping, that kind of stuff. You got to be in it two years, mm-hmm. two years in a day. Sell it for four fifty. You have two hundred thousand. Pay no income tax, no social security tax, no self-employment tax, no tax, and then do it again. And two years later, do it again. And mm-hmm. two years later, do it again. I actually had a client many, many years ago who when the rule changed, uh, had just retired and she loved doing interior decorating. He loved doing landscaping. Are you kidding me? The money they made over the first 10 years of their retirement was insane. Hmm. Hundreds and hundreds and hundreds of thousands of dollars. They moved, if I remember correctly, four times. Moving stinks. Was that really worth it? Are you kidding? (laughs) Well, they they had already decided, and it it kind of an interesting uh, corollary, now interesting uh, sidebar, Um, they wanted to downsize. So they had already gone through the process of purging. purging. It's a great word. (laughs) Just getting rid of all the stuff and stuff and stuff. And they got themselves down to a suitcase each. Um, <laughs> that, it was, it was, it was more like a, like a mid-sized U-Haul. Maybe a mid-sized U-Haul. <laughs> maybe a mid-sized U-Haul. Because they had a couple pieces of furniture that were very special. They had all their wardrobes, etc., etc., etc. Kitchen Dishes, stuff. Yeah, yeah exactly. Yes. So yeah, mid-sized, not the big one, just the low <laughs> ramp, the low ramp U-Haul. It and and they would go house to house to house. Wow. They would set up. Would take them a day. To set up. They were and pros. The, and and so, they were pros. By the time they were done, the only thing that slowed him up is that towards the end, he was in his late 70s when they did their last one. And the landscaping part really got hard. Really, mm. really It's really a lot hard. of work. It's it is a lot of work. serious physical labor there. 
But if you knew in the first 10 years of your, and so many of our clients say, I want to retire. I don't know what I want to do, but I want to do something. I want to part-time something. Well, how about a part-time job where over a two-year period, you make a hundred grand and pay no taxes? Yeah, sounds like a pretty smart way. If, if you enjoy it, great. If you enjoy yeah. it. And, and if you don't mind moving. Right. Me, uh, I've already said to Diane, if you say we're moving, uh, there's going to be one of those uh, sad, sad lightning strikes, and the house is just going to burn to the ground. Because <laughs> I'm not moving. That's crazy. <laughs> 610-720-7900. Three minutes? Four minutes? Three minutes. Thank you so much. Uh, let me see if I can do... Ah, very good. Uh, from a client, a current client of mine, a wonderful young lady. Please listen uh, to this link I sent you. I want to invest in crypto and I want you to help me. <laughs> Thank you so much. What do you think my answer was? You said no can do. Uh, no, thank you. Yep. Yes, uh, dear sweetheart, um, love you, known you for my entire, almost my entire life, and um, been her advisor since she lost her husband maybe five or six years ago. And she is a wonderful, talented, bright, terrific, beautiful girl. Crypto? No, thank you. Uh, for two reasons. Number one, in my personal opinion, I can't figure out where there's any real value. And number two, uh, from from a regulatory standpoint, uh, I am uh, both ethically bound and legally bound as a fiduciary to act in her best interest. I understand her financial situation really, really well, as every good financial advisor should be able to say about every single one of their clients. And the risk factor in crypto is dramatic, and she is not in a financial position to take dramatic risk. So similar, totally opposite on the spectrum, but similar to the idea of I-bonds. I-bonds have to be done by you individually. It's an incredibly safe investment, mm -hmm. and for the vast majority of the people listening, perfectly appropriate. Lots of folks know because they should be growing their money in different ways. But for the vast majority, perfectly acceptable. Uh, crypto is the inverse of that. <laughs> for the vast majority, totally unacceptable. Safe is not a word that should even be in, in a paragraph, should not be within a book that uh, topic is cryptocurrency. And until somebody can determine exactly how all this uh, fits into reality, I put it in the same category as collecting um, baseball cards. Actually, I think baseball cards have a better future. Ah, oh, look at that. Hey, you know what? That could be a new theme song uh -huh. for the host. You know, uh -huh. I'm just saying. Just saying. Nice, good call. Uh, Knobles, it's forever young. <laughs> just saying. 610-720-7900, gene at askmtm.com, alyssa at askmtm.com. Uh, give us your calls, give us your emails. We'll answer your questions after this on More Than Money.
That's an appropriate line to introduce us to the next topic. Excellent. May the good Lord be with you as you go on down the road. Exactly. Um, can you guess who one of our newest financial advisory competitors might be? If I didn't already know the answer, you would. Not I would have, say no. No. I, well, then I just would, say no. Just, yeah, just no. I can't, Gene. <laughs> Yeah, I got a very, very long and detailed email this week uh, offering to assist me with my wills, with stocks, bonds, real estate, helping kids with 529s, uh, finding forgotten assets, giving uh, annuities. We'll we'll, uh, transition over here momentarily. Talking about uh, mortgage rates are up and treasury rates are down. And it came from... The Diocese of Allentown Catholic Church. So, um, <laughs> John is perplexed. Oh, Gene uh, was perplexed. So, um, in light of this newfound competition, uh, I think it's only appropriate that uh, we announce this morning that we're going to be starting a church. <laughs> the Church of Gene. The Church of Gene. <laughs> Uh, <laughs> Sorry. The Holy Sepulchre of More Than Money, Our Lady of the Cadillacs. That's next, an old Next line. time your clients come in for a review, you're going to be wearing a robe. <laughs> robe. And uh, communion's going to be a little different. It's going to be a little different. I'm thinking craft beer. Oh, Samuel Adams. Sam Adams, exactly, in the conference room. Uh, none of those styrofoam pope. Oh, uh, oh uh, don't make me bow. Are we going to like bow? No, we okay. don't do not. Okay. No, this is we're not Catholic because we get to design our own church okay, now. Because okay. if they're going to be in competition with us, we're because I I think there's going to be certain things. Number one, we're very acceptant. Mm-hmm. We're we're non-judgmental. That's right. And uh, that's got to be a hallmark because if there's any judging going on, it's probably going to be about me and it's. It's not going to be good. So we got to be, we're going to just talk about God's grace. Just God being so we're just grateful. God's grace. I think that pretty much covers uh, our entire mission statement right there. Mm -hmm. Just really grateful for God's grace His uh, grace, uh, God's redemption at Christ's expense. That's what I was taught from my, from my mentor, my mentor. Very good. Pretty good stuff. So, yeah, pretty interesting. Yep. So if pretty. so, if the Diocese of Allentown can compete with us for financial guidance, mm-hmm. we can compete with them for religious um, direction and, and worship. communion <laughs> is either craft beer and uh, and panini. pretzels. Paninis. Or... <laughs> oh, soft pretzels. <laughs> Oh my God! That would be good, right? Can you Body imagine? Of Christ you're, given you're, for you. Mm. <laughs> well, and. I mean, think how what what an amazing <laughs> gift! What an amazing gift! Mm-hmm. I mean, so soft pretzels that kind of makes it. Ooh, well, I, maybe we change it up every week. I mean, I you know I love food, so I don't want to just stick to one thing. It, so, so you you don't think that we should just like like hold communion over at Nazo Nut? <laughs> <laughs> yes. Now we're talking. <laughs> the body of Christ broken for you. for you. Ooh, that was caramel. The icing. Boston cream. <laughs> Boston cream. Ooh, man, those are good. I, I literally oh cannot drive by that place. I have to like I li- I have to turn around and go away 
because I can't drive by. I've been there. It's crack. That stuff is crack. It's just <laughs> like just have a little bit, and then you want a lot. It's just dreadful. So, but I'll probably stop there on the way home today. Oh my goodness, you should just just for fun. So, hey, I think we've got something here. I think uh, just a thought. No, okay. <laughs> so, if you were not with us for the first hour, first of all, welcome. Six one zero seven two zero seventy nine hundred. Six one zero seven two zero seventy nine hundred. You get to talk to your host, Alyssa Young. And your co-host will just um, pre- pretend he knows stuff. Uh, and if you want to send us emails, Alyssa, A-L-Y-S-S-A, at askmtm.com, or Gene, G-E-N-E, at askmtm.com. And, of course, and, of course, you can go old school and go online. Not sure. I have no idea what that means. Okay, very good. Um, markets were up this week. The markets have been up for four weeks, 30 days, and that's an interesting little indicator. Gas prices are down. They've been down for six, seven weeks. That's an interesting little indicator. The Fed uh, has been uh, on track raising uh, uh, short-term rates, uh, bank rates, and now there seems to be at least some discussion um, until just the last couple of weeks, the discussion was at the next Fed meeting, they're going to raise it a full percentage point. That's radical because in general, in general, it's not a guy, it's not a rule, it's not a law, but in general, they, they tend, the Fed historically has raised rates a quarter of 1%. Um, a one one hundredth of 1% is referred to as a basis point, it's kind of jargon-ish. But one quarter of 1% is 25 basis points. If you're listening to Maria Bartiromo, she might say 25 bips. And now they're talking about maybe 100. Some are now speculating it won't be 100. Some are speculating it could be only 75. It could be 50. Because inflation seems to be heading in a southerly direction. Now, we haven't seen that yet because the number for June was 91 Thank you, Joe. Uh, But with uh, fuel prices dropping, that should have a domino effect throughout the economy and help to reduce prices across the board, which would lower inflation. By the way, lower inflation, let's say it goes from nine to five. Nine to five is very good. Good movie, too. That was so much fun. It's uh, Lily Tomlin and... and, uh, Dolly Parton, thank you so much. And Jane Fonda, very, very funny. Um, go figure. Uh, if it goes from 9% to 5%, it's, that's a really good start. It does not mean that prices go down. No, it means prices are going up less. Less, exactly. <laughs> thank you. Uh, so uh, rays of sunshine, rays of points of light, pinpoints of light at the end of the tunnel, that might very well uh, bring us to... Uh, a better place, uh, perhaps even an economic and um, stock market rebound. The current estimate of the uh, uh, Biden administration inflation tax on a typical American family has crossed over $6,000 a year. That's increased costs across the board, increased fuel costs, increased food costs, increase, increase, increase. Not direct tax. It didn't, they did not change the tax rates. This is money out of your pocket because of current administration policies. So keep that in mind as you go forward. 
Bobby Gunther-Walsh was, was with us in the first hour to announce that the Animals in Distress Radiothon raised $201,108. Fabulous. In the top three of the highest uh, returns that we have ever uh, seen for uh, the puppies and the kittens. And over the last three years, over $600,000 raised. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. You are responsible for all of that. Uh, circle on your calendar, Friday, September 9th. Thank you so much. We've had the calendars uh, <clears throat> fact-checked. Uh, mm-hmm. Our Folds of Honor Radiothon will start that Tuesday. So if that was the Friday, the 9th, the 6th, thank you. Uh, math stuff. Um, and we'll be uh, that week. We'll be at uh, various locations throughout the Lehigh Valley. Friday, we're we are at the More Than Money World Headquarters in the Holy Land, between Bethlehem and Nazareth, and um, we will be raising funds for Folds of Honor, uh, raising funds to provide scholarships to um, children and spouses of uh, military vets who have either been uh, injured or lost uh, in service to our country. Uh, we last year were able to give over 90 scholarships. Just amazing. And just a few weeks ago, I was up at Woodstone with uh, my wife, Diane, if that is her real name, and uh, our good friends uh, Mark and Greg, advisors in our More Than Money office, as we played in a golf tournament fundraiser for Folds of Honor. And I got to meet one of the young ladies who is a recipient of a scholarship. I got to meet her. I got to meet her mom. If if you spend some part of your day going, the world is, the world's a mess. You should meet this young lady. If you spend part of your day going, uh, I have very little hope for the future. You should meet and hear the stories of so many of these scholarship recipients. They are amazing young people, amazing, and they will give you. Great hope, great hope for our future. Um, I have no idea what that means. Uh, sometimes my notes make sense. Sometimes they don't. Well, that part I got. It's the it's it looks like competition, but I don't know what that means. Oh yes, thank you so much. You, oh, yeah. you said about um, math it reminds me of a funny story. So I took Andrew to get his senior portraits taken this week for the yearbook. And the woman who took his pictures at the end asked him what he wants to be when he grows up. And he said, rich. And then I said, he's considering becoming a financial advisor. And you know what she said? Oh, so you like math. (laughs) No, that's not really what that means. (laughs) No, what we do isn't really about the math. But thank you for participating. Yeah. (laughs) Yeah, it's about Helping people. Did you offer her any parting gifts? Just there's some chocolates on the corner just as you're heading no. out. <laughs> no, I know she was. I did. I got yeah. it. it was cute. 610 720 Alyssa at Uh Young lady writes, we basically only have annuities and we need to have them assessed. Our broker just died Aww. unexpectedly and we have no one to talk to. Aww. So what does she do? Um, she comes to MTM, call, make an appointment, bring your information. We will sit down, go over it with you, take that information and do an 
annuity audit. So we can gather some details about those annuities and talk to an annuity specialist who will be able to assess how they're doing, assess if they fit your needs based on the information that the advisor you meet with gathers during that first sit down, and then can talk through it and make sure you understand what you have, what it's doing for you, and if you have other options, if you want to switch things around, you know. Well, fortunately, annuities are uh, pretty simple stuff. Oh, no, they're absolutely not. I'm, I'm, I'm sorry. I I may have erred there for a moment. Uh, you're saying that annuities take some real um, effort. Mm-hmm. Uh, you need to uh, do. You need to uh, be willing to understand first what you have. Yes. Um, because annuities come in lots of flavors. I could just I could just um, rattle off like. 25 different terms right now that have to do with annuities and some people might turn off the radio. <laughs> uh, 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 yeah. Eyes would glaze yes. over. Yes. Um, but so many factors. So many. Uh, and, and, and you're right. They would glaze over because 90% of those would be jargon and in inside the annuity world, kind of important stuff that the average person would go, I've never heard of that. What, and and since I've never heard of it, I'm not going to really pay much attention to. But some of those factors are the critical elements of whether you keep an annuity mm-hmm. or not. Mm-hmm. Uh, we, many years ago, had a uh, husband and wife come to us with, oh gosh, I've lost track, seven, eight different annuities. None of them were performing well. Mm-hmm. As a matter of fact, one... Nah, more than one. Uh, several were underwater. They were worth less than they had been uh, than they had invested. Mm. So obviously, you want to just run screaming away from them. And their instructions to me were: cash all these in and let's start over. We still have all of those annuities. Now, why would you keep an annuity that has performed? The investments have performed so poorly. Perhaps it's providing guaranteed lifetime income. That is uh, that a very good suggestion. In this particular case, it was providing guaranteed death benefits. Okay. Yeah. And significant death benefits, wow. and they were owned by folks who were more senior years in their senior years. Mm-hmm. So acquiring life insurance would have been difficult maybe impossible, but they had built in death benefits on their policies that in spite of the disappointment, and it was, it was dreadful. The investments were dreadful. Um, Keeping the annuity was the only intelligent thing for them to do for them personally. So absolutely. And they had no inkling until we did exactly what you're suggesting here our good friends at Ash Brokerage, they understand annuities. They can tell you the details. They can give you the pros and cons of keeping, because there's good news, bad news about keeping them, good news, bad news about leaving them, mm-hmm. and then some options about how you might leave them. Mm-hmm. So, wow, pretty interesting stuff. Mm-hmm. Um, that's pretty rigorous. And what do we charge for that? 
Nothing. I was kidding. I already knew that. We don't charge for that. <laughs> Goodness gracious. Well, I had, I sat down with a woman this week who was offered an annuity by the company that's managing her 403B. Hmm. And she didn't fully understand and felt pressured to hurry up and sign some paperwork. Uh, and she's like, I just can't do it. It mm. doesn't, it sounds too good to be true. I don't mm. get how this works. So she brought her information mm. to us. Mm-hmm. And I explained to her that that variable annuity did actually offer, you know, some great growth opportunities mm. and principal protection and, mm. wh- and how and why. I even showed her a comparable product we've used, you know, with some folks. And so she understood and she felt better. And when she got up, she said, what do I owe you for today? Hmm. And I said, nothing. It actually was very rewarding for me to know that she left feeling better. I said, that's all I care about is that now you know um, if, you know, if you want to go through this, you understand that, you know, what your options are, the questions you need to ask before you make a decision. And she was relieved and that made me happy. So let me let me see if I understand this right. You know, as your uh, co-host and uh, as your let me think. Oh yeah, boss. Um, you you explained to her that what she was being offered by another company was actually a pretty good thing for her to do, yeah. as opposed to dragging her, kicking and streaming, and becoming a client of ours and creating some cash flow and revenue for more than money. Yes. <sighs> I'm so proud of you. <laughs> now, uh, t- to be uh, fair, to be fair, thank you, um, Alyssa um, w- would do that independent of any guidance that I may have given her to the contrary, um, because she is fundamentally a good person. I, on the other hand, <clears throat> would have done the same. Thing. I would have done the same mm-hmm. thing, but but it might surprise people why I would have done the same thing. In addition to the fact that it's absolutely the correct thing to do. Uh, and by the way, if as a business owner or as a financial advisor, and we have, uh, I've lost track, tons of financial advisors who listen in on Saturday mornings to pick up new ideas to help serve their clients. Mm-hmm. I'm very happy about that too. People find that surprising, but I'll explain that another time. Mm-hmm. Uh, once you've, um, drunk the Kool-Aid, so to speak. Once you've understood the value of doing exactly what you just described, sitting with someone, spending the time, getting to understand them, getting to understand their financial situation, getting to understand their goals and their needs, and uh, being able to evaluate a decision that they're, be able to help them evaluate a decision to make sure it's in their best interest even when it turns out that it's not in their best interest to become uh, a more than money client. It's just one of the best days. Mm -hmm. It's just wonderful. You do. You walk out of those meetings feeling like a million bucks, but you've got to have experienced that on faith because the very first time, particularly if you're working for a company that does not have the same value systems that we have, they will, your manager will sit with you and say, okay, so you met with this woman. Is she a client? No. Well, what happened? Well, it turned out that this other thing that she had was better. Okay. You know, that's not your job. You're not here to help other people's companies. You're here to help our company as opposed to our philosophy, our value system that says you're here to do the right thing every single time, whether we make money or not. Hmm. 
interesting. From a business standpoint, aren't we in business to make money? The answer is, of course yes. we are. Of course we are. What's one of the best ways to make money long term? Karma. Build goodwill. Do the right thing. Do the right thing every single time for two reasons. Number one, you get to sleep at night. Mm -hmm. It's really nice. Mm -hmm. And number two, it shocks the crap out of people. It's so much fun. Uh, this lovely lady, what do I owe you for today? Nothing. Nothing. That surprised her. <laughs> and she walked away thinking, wow. And without a doubt, whether it's her, maybe she may come back. Who knows? We uh, recently, Alyssa and I, met with a gentleman that I met originally how many years ago? 20. 20 years ago. Yeah. And uh, looks like he's going to become a client. Yeah. And uh, when, when, those, when those papers are signed, that will set a new record. <laughs> Uh, that'll blow Mark's record right out of the water. <clears throat> so uh, the idea is uh, do it right every single time. Stay on track. Good karma. She might come back. She might tell folks. She might not. doesn't matter. doesn't matter. It's still karma works in mysterious <laughs> ways. 610-720-7900. Dear Mr. Dickinson, I've seen your show on PBS, and I wanted to ask this question. My wife and I purchased... IRA savings certificates from Philadelphia National Bank in the mid 80s. What would that be? 30, almost 40 years ago. PNB was purchased by Core States, which became Wachovia and then became Wells Fargo. Shockingly, I've never heard of banks being taken over like that. <laughs> we actually forgot we have those certificates, but came across them recently. I contacted Wells Fargo and they told they told us they were looking into it. I called them as a follow-up and I have heard nothing. We are wondering whether they are still redeemable or if the bank can simply not pay due to the years in between issuance and possible redemptions. Do you have any thoughts? Thank you in your re best regards. Well, uh, yeah, I do have some thoughts. Um, a thousand years ago when uh, people lived in small towns and they were, um, they knew everybody. If you had a, uh, an IRA that came due and you didn't show up, they would knock on your door. They would make a phone call. They'd see you in church or over at the PTA or at the playground or at a little league game. And they'd go, Hey Billy, you got you get this uh, CD and you would remember that doesn't happen. A thousand years ago when a bank would have something like this and they would try to reach out. If you didn't respond, they just let it hang. And then the state of Pennsylvania got involved and they started doing what's called escheat, E-S-C-H-E-A-T, taking assets. They're referred to as abandoned assets, whether you abandoned them intentionally or not. Their definition of abandoned is pretty fluid. <laughs> That's being very, very polite. Um, my suspicion, my strong suspicion is Wells Fargo will come back to you and say, we don't have anything. My strong suspicion is that you will need to go to the, uh, treasury, Pennsylvania treasury, go online, go to unclaimed property and search your name, search your wife's name, uh, search, what were they, Philadelphia national bank, search your name and the term IRA you're going to need to, it's not going to be hard. The search process is really very, very easy. Uh, you're going to need to uh, maybe fuss around a little bit until you find him. My suspicion is before Wells Fargo gets back to you with no information and assistance whatsoever. Uh, 
Um, you will find that those certificates have been turned over the state many, many, many years mm-hmm. ago. And you still have the opportunity to reclaim them. Will there be interest earned from the point they were turned over? The answer is no. Now, so let's say that they were turned over in 1990 and they were worth 10 or 15,000 bucks. You're going to get 10 or 15,000 bucks. State does not pay interest on assets that they've been holding. Uh, certainly not to my knowledge. Uh, we have over the years assisted a fair number of folks in finding uh, uh, unclaimed property. Uh, and by the way, unclaimed in today's world in the state of Pennsylvania means if you haven't done a transaction, even in an account where there are no transactions to be done, if you have not done a transaction, it's abandoned. And technically, correct me if I'm wrong, I think it's only three years. Wow. Yeah, it's pretty crazy. It's pretty crazy. So uh, my guidance, uh, Pennsylvania uh, Department of Treasury, uh, do the unclaimed property, do the search. Once you've identified it, doesn't mean you're going to get the money quickly. Uh, the most recent experience we had, it took seven months. It's ridiculous. You know, she could have had a good career. I just, is she? Oh, no, I guess she did. 610-720-7900. Alyssa at AskMTM.com. We'll take your emails, your questions after this on More Than Money. Getting by. sentiment thank you very much i i like that very much I like that uh initial intro beat had kind of a sense of top gun uh oh. diane if that is her real name and i and uh, our friends chad and angie uh had the experience last week of doing um we have uh entertainment center with a big flat screen tv we watched the original mm-hmm. and then saturday night we went to the movies and saw Top Gun Maverick. Mm-hmm. Really good. Really good. Did you go to Jasmine for dinner? Yes. Did you like oh it? Oh, my we gosh. Never ta- I just realized we never talked about it. Oh, it was great. Yeah. Well, yeah, we didn't talk about it because, yeah, it's it's next week. That was last week, and this is next week. We should have well, talked about it. Well, I meant, but not, oh, in, I see, I office, see, I see oh. you between radio shows I see dead every people, day. right. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry. <clears throat> well, hey, that was harsh. Oh, that was harsh. Looked right at me and said, I see dead people. What is that about? I did, wow. yeah, I did not that say that. That was very hurtful. Oh. Was, somebody make a note. <laughs> <laughs> um, Jasmine, which is over in Forks, yeah. um, 
we really enjoyed it. We the we had tons of sushi, really really good. Beef spicy nog- crab rolls the best. I don't know if we had, <laughs> they they uh, the trouble is the menu is kind of limited. Um, from a from a sushi standpoint, there's only eighty or ninety things to pick from, <laughs> and I think between the four of us, we probably got oh six or eight different kinds, mm-hmm. and then tray. They were all incredible. They were all incredible. You love it and, there. Uh, beef nagamaki was really really good, and Diane had no idea what it was, and then took it and went, "Ooh, I'll take some more of that," mm-hmm. but but that's mine. And apparently it was not. Apparently I was misunderstanding what the word mine meant. And it was really, really good. And we had a server who was, um, she threw us a curveball because she was, um, uh, at first glance, very, very grim. And then turned into this funny, mm-hmm. oh my gosh, she was so engaging, so funny, fantastic. Similar experience, we were at Point Phillips Sunday night for my daughter's birthday, Point Phillips Hotel. Oof. One of my all-time Oof. favorite restaurants. Oofa. Incredible. Uh, we had a young lady show up. Uh, she was nine years old as our waitress. Um, little blonde, blue-eyed, just um, <clears throat> rosy cheeks. Just a cute little thing. Just a cute, and she a cute little waitress. And then I found out she's, <clears throat> uh, hey, fella, uh, pump your brakes there. Let's get this done. Oh, she was in charge. Did an incredible job. She was fantastic. <laughs> so, uh, when you get a chance, uh, and you're you're in those situations, could be Jasmine, could be Point Phillips, could be anywhere, and you're getting really good service. You take care of those people. You take and take care of them really, really well. If if they're stinky, give them nothing. I get that. But if they're really good, you take care of them because it's really hard work. And I don't know about. Either one of those young ladies, they might be in college, they might be supporting their family, they might be, they're working hard. So uh, so do the right thing. Hmm. Uh, 610-720-7900. I have another email, or is that okay? Oh, yes, please. Um, <clears throat> it just says, hello, Jean. It's okay. Okay. I'm not even uh, here. I'm pretend I'm not even here. Okay. We'd like to, <laughs> wow. Uh, we'd like to start by thanking you for your show. You're welcome. For your excellent <laughs> advice. Uh, okay. For your excellent advice. Mm-hmm. You're welcome. Okay. And your thoughtful insights. You got it. <laughs> uh, my husband and I both turned 64 this year. I am already retired, receiving social security and a pension. My husband plans to retire at the end of August and then begin receiving his Social Security in September. This is a plan that works for us. Our combined Social Security incomes will equal equal a little bit more than his monthly paychecks, and we do very well on those. Okay. Outstanding. That's great. What a great way to start. Mm -hmm. Uh, We have a well-structured budget. Whoa. Kind of a human being, are you? Mm -hmm. (laughs) and have never lived beyond our means. Good job. Outstanding. Kudos. Um, pudos? What is, what's a kudo? Kudos. Cooties? That's weird. Condos. You're being so weird. Um, <laughs> other than the usual utility expenses every month, we have no outstanding debt. Very good. Live within their means. No outstanding debt. Uh, happy on their cash flow. Poster children for oh, good financial management. No, just doing great. We have sufficient savings to cover about three years of expenses. We each also have retirement IRAs. 
our adult child has a good job and lives independently nearby. In 2003, when we bought our current home, we got life insurance on each of us. We were both working at that time to pay off the mortgage in the event that one of us should pass. We paid our house off in 2019. There's an exclamation point there. Good for you. I would put three. Nice. And the 20-year life insurance term will be ending next year, 2023. Here's the question. You knew we would have a question. Mm -hmm. Do we really need to repurchase any more life insurance? We have no one dependent on us at this time and could certainly do without the expense. Just wondering if there are reasons to do it uh, that we are not aware of at this time and hoping you can assist with that information. Thank you so much. Keep up the good work. Uh, by the way, this um, is uh, my assumption is PBS because, oh, no, it may not be because we have iHeartMedia. Uh, this is a young lady from Delaware who sends this question. Oh. So our our reach is extended. Awesome. Yeah. All right. So she wants to know if she needs to purchase more life insurance, if she and her husband need more life insurance. I would say, based on what we know there, No. Um, and we actually, I had a similar meeting this past week with one of my clients mm. and Mike Pompey from Ash Brokerage, who comes in to meet with our clients once a month um, to talk about their life insurance mm. policies. We had a similar conversation. His uh, term policy coming up December. After December, the premium is going to go up significantly. Mm. And we talked about, do you really need this? And the answer in that case also was No. Hmm. Um, so again, there's an example of Mike said, if you want to buy life insurance, I can help you buy it. But my advice to you is you don't need to pay for that. So here's an expense for something that does not really have a great purpose. It's not filling a big need. Are Hmm. there situations when maybe there would be a reason you think of, we could talk about legacy, talk about charitable Giving if they wanted to have a life insurance policy to leave a huge chunk of money to their church or something like that. Those those are certainly options, but do they need it? It doesn't sound like it. Um, I think you've laid out the uh, structure really, really well. There are uh, needs for life insurance. Um, They predominantly come in three flavors. Uh, One, taxes. Let's say you have a $2 million um, estate, the state of Pennsylvania, depending on to whom you are sending your assets, are they're going to want somewhere between 100 and, gosh, it could be as much as 300000 bucks. The least expensive way to pay that in almost every case, not every case, but in almost every case, life insurance. So number one, taxes. For the vast majority of people, not a big deal. In this particular case, doesn't sound like a big deal at all. The second would be if someone that you care about uh, would end up being uh, stuck with a debt, like a, hmm, let me think. Oh, yeah, mortgage, exactly what they did a number of years back, 20 years ago. Um, then, yeah, life insurance fills that need rather nicely, mm-hmm. rather nicely. And then finally, uh, if someone that you care about would be uh, injured financially. Um, I'm thinking stay-at-home spouse. I'm thinking um, uh, children. Absolutely. Hey, I've got uh, three kids under the age of eight, uh, and uh, and I, do I need life insurance? Yes. 
unless you're already financially independent, which is, I guess, possible. But as, if you have three children under the age of eight, mm-hmm. then all your money's going to food. Anyway, um, so uh, taxes, debts, uh, people you care about that are going to be left high and dry. Doesn't apply in any, oh for three, oh for yep. three. Yep. So yeah, now you start looking at life insurance as a, um, in a more creative way. And again, uh, three ideas come to mind. One is um, long-term care insurance. Mm-hmm. There are hybrid life insurance contracts that um, provide death benefit without a doubt, but also provide um, available assets for long-term care. Yeah. So that would be something that if you do not, they've done so many things well. If they don't already have a long-term care coverage, that's something that they might want to look at. Number two, you mentioned charitable. For a lot of folks, they've never really thought about that. Hey, um, this is the church. Well, I don't know anybody that's like that. Well, yeah, somebody who maybe grew up in the church, maybe actually attends the church they grew up in. Jeez, hmm. mm, who could that be? Um, and and now they are uh, uh, 80, 90 years in, and they've been supporting this church for their entirety of their life. And it comes to them that when they are gone, so is their support. And maybe that church is as important to them as a financial dependent. So they may very well want to set something up so that when they are gone, their support is not. Mm-hmm. So so legacy, whether it's a church, laughing in my nightmare, animals in distress, folds of honor, or any combination of the above, uh, it's one of the reasons why Diane and I, Diane, if, if that is her real name, uh, set up our More Than Money Foundation because we want to be able, when we are gone, to support organizations that reflect our values. As a matter of fact, it's the More Than Money Foundation for American Values. And uh, we specifically support our military and first responders. We support animals. Duh. We support kids. Please, I'd rather spend time with babies and animals than most of you people. Well, certainly Alyssa. (laughs) Please. Uh, and um, young entrepreneurs. So those are our goals. And many of you uh, have helped support our More Than Money Foundation. God bless you. Thank you so much. Um, and a fair number of you have actually mentioned um, placing us in your estate planning. God bless you. We will um, be good stewards of any assets that you provide to us because we want to leave that impact well beyond when God calls us home. Um, so what, uh, Oh, and one last, um, they, she mentions an adult child. There are, uh, many of our clients who have done very, very well. These folks have done very, very well. We, mm-hmm. we, we both, we tip our hats to them. Mm-hmm. Um, I have seen too many, particularly widows, women who have lost their husbands who will deny themselves some of the basics of, of a quality life. I want to make sure I have enough to leave to my son 
or my daughter or my grandkids. I want to make sure I have enough. I want to make, they will not spend their own money. Now, my philosophy, I share it with them every single time, is the best gift, the best legacy you can give your kids and your grandkids, your great-grandkids, is to live well and to live happy and to live, live, be the entirety of your life living and be financially independent and leave them tremendous legacies of love and of memories and of good wisdom that you have shared. Money, eh, please. If, having had that discussion, the answer is, eh, I get it. I still want to leave them money. Life insurance. You can set it up so... Uh, and many life insurance policies can be set up where you have limited pay. A lot of folks are under the impression you have to pay a premium every year for as long as you live. Gosh, maybe when I'm 98, I can't afford it. Well, if you get it when you're 70, you can set it up on a 10-pay, 10 10-year 10 premium, and then it's paid up. No more premiums. So you could set it up so your heirs will get, I'm picking a number out of thin air, 500000 bucks. And you can spend all the rest with no worries whatsoever. So needs, they don't have needs. Right. Desires. Maybe. Maybe. If you think about. It depends. Just a thought. Yeah. 610-720-7900. No reason in the world for me to have announced the phone number today. No, nobody wanted to talk to us. Crickets. I'm kind of sad about it. My feelings are hurt. You're taking it personally? I am. Yeah. I don't want to talk to her. Yeah, think how I feel. Get it right here. <laughs> Please. <laughs> um, okay, so we've covered your emails. Yes. I want to share one. How much time do we have? Oh, we got plenty of time. Um, this is an email that actually went to a good friend of ours. Uh, Mark Basak. Oh, he's my best friend. Uh, which reminds me, since I misspelled his name in my most recent newsletter and Megan had to <laughs> correct it for me, it came out Belsack. I have no idea where I got that. Oops. It's crazy. Um, the July newsletter will be published Monday. So if you receive the newsletter um, by email, you will... Uh, in all probability, have that Monday. If you receive it by snail mail, we're pretty certain that you'll get that by Thanksgiving. So that's good. And <laughs> if you are receiving Alyssa's newsletter only, but would like to receive both newsletters and be incredibly well-informed, um, just let us know. Uh, just let us know. Uh, send me an email, gene at askmtm.com. We're happy to sign you up for it. Um, as it has turned out, we have so many streams of income, of, of information now, content now. Um, you should take advantage of all of them. They're all free. So Alyssa's email uh, newsletter is fantastic. Thanks. Uh, it covers a lot of ground. Uh, our newsletter, our More Than Money newsletter, is predominantly Q&A. It's, it's uh, questions that you have posed and I have answered uh, along with, uh, we call them uh, uh, words are, are powerful. Uh, words for American freedom are very powerful. Uh, and I will give you a quote and then give you some commentary on what I'm thinking about uh, those. And then we have social media. 
uh, lots of posts about uh, both our events, things that are coming up, and uh, 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 topics Recap. that are important and mm-hmm. recaps. Exactly. Thank you so much. And uh, so uh, you should get it all. Get it. Just just ask. Six one zero seven two zero seventy nine hundred. We go to the phones. We talk to Kip. Kip. Good morning. Oh, good morning. How are y'all doing? Very well, sir. How may we serve you? Well, I heard you lamenting that nobody had called, and I thought, I can't let them get (laughs) off the air without a caller. Gee whiz. Thanks. Um, But I'm unfamiliar with your show. I happened upon it this morning about halfway through your show. Um, I really enjoy your sense of humor, and I enjoy also learning the kinds of things that y'all are teaching. And I just wanted to see if it's uh, recorded for a podcast or if there's any way to hear a replay of the the parts of the show that I miss. Absolutely. Yes, you can do that in a couple of ways. So on our website, there is an archive that goes back about a year and you can play every show um, in its entirety or you can skip around and there are little blurbs that describe the highlights of what we talked about in each show. So that's on our website, which is morethanmoneyonline.com. But you also can use any podcast app that you like to listen to the show that way. So you can have it on your phone, um, you know, on your whatever devices and um, play and download or just play them streaming um, through the podcast app. So just look for more than money. And um, they come onto the website and onto the podcast app at about noon on Mondays. And so then okay. it's available after that. Yeah. Wonderful. Well, I appreciate it. Uh, keep up the good work. And uh, I look forward to uh, checking you all out a little, a little bit deeper. Thank you very much for calling and listening. And we hope you enjoy it and learn a little something along the way. <laughs> Thanks so much. Have a great day. You too. Wonderful. Wonderful. I, uh, as Alyssa will attest, I'm always pleasantly surprised how many people listen to us on podcast. Hundreds. Yeah. Yeah. It was the, when you first heard the number, you were pretty surprised. And it's and, like, it's steady. It, people are using it. Um, so I'm very, very thankful that we have the technology to do that. Yeah. Uh, John makes uh, sure that our shows are packaged well. Megan makes sure they are posted our uh, folks, uh, partners down at SFA, make sure that we are compliant. We're not going to go to. We're not going to go somewhere. <laughs> <laughs> um, compliant, really, really important. Six one zero seven two zero seventy nine hundred is the number that Frank has called. Frank, good morning. Oh uh, yeah, I just want a couple information about annuities. After you start getting paid. Do uh, do they still have? Will they still pay you interest on the money that's still in there, or not? It will depend, Frank, on the type of annuity. If it is a fixed annuity or a, a an income annuity, the answer is no. The interest mm-hmm. is included in the payments that you get on a monthly basis. If it is a variable annuity with an income benefit, the answer is yes. The money will stay invested, and they the deductions will be the amount that you withdraw, and the additions will be any uh, interest or dividends or gains that you might have in the investments inside the annuity. But if, after you've been collecting, can you switch it to another annuity or what? Uh, it, again, it will depend. If you have a guaranteed 
lifetime annuity? Right. The answer is likely no. Uh, if you oh. have a, a variable annuity with an income benefit, the likely answer is yes. Oh, sick. Yeah, I got a guarantee, so it wouldn't be be able to switch. Yeah, not likely. If, if it's annuitized, but if it's a guaranteed lifetime withdrawal benefit, then that's different, and it could still have cash value, and you could still exchange it. But we can help you answer that question if you want to show us a statement, and we can we can take a look and explain to you your okay. options. And the other, uh, the unclaimed money that, you know, say you put money into an account and they change banks like you were talking, is that the same way in Maryland or it's just in Pennsylvania? I believe it's the same in Maryland. Of course, you would have to go to the state of Maryland and whether they, they administer that under the Maryland Treasury or some other organization, that I'm not sure of. But virtually every state has an unclaimed property process. So, yes, oh, yeah, really important that you can, uh, if, if you think you may have assets in Maryland, that you pick up uh, that, do that search in Maryland. If, if you think you might have assets in multiple states, you do those searches in multiple states. Uh, can you guys do that? Uh, we don't do that in our office, but we can guide you as to how to do that. Alyssa has okay. had a number of clients who we've got uh, a couple guidances, mm-hmm. uh, a couple books uh-huh. that, that guide us, and we can help you give you some guidance for that as well. Oh, okay. Sounds good. Uh, what I just have to call the other number to make an appointment about the annuity? Yep. We're going to make that announcement here in about uh, 30 seconds. So. We're going to hang up from you, and we're going to give everybody contact information right now. Okay, I appreciate it. Frank, thank, thank you. Care. Thank you so much. A minute or so? Uh, if you wish to contact us as Frank wishes to, 610-746-7007. 610-746-7007. Or go to our website, morethanmoneyonline.com. Get the podcast, get the information, get lots of videos from our TV shows, and then reach out and contact anybody that you find on our podcast. We have a great team. And of course, if you have an email that you'd like to send direct, Alyssa, A-L-Y-S-S-A at askmtm.com. A-L-Y-S-S-A at askmtm.com. Folks, thanks for spending part of your Saturday with us. Stay cool. If you got neighbors that you're worried about, make sure you check on them. A little extra water, a little extra, share your air conditioning. And we'll see you next week on More Than Money.